welcome to Beautifully Broken. Uh, If you didn't hear last week, my mom and I wrote a book about surviving widowhood. That's the title of it, Surviving Widowhood, 40 Days of Hope. And we have 40 devotions that hopefully will bring you hope, the hope that we have found in scripture. So we talked about it a little bit last week. So if you didn't hear that, you can go back and listen to it. Um, The reasons why we wrote it and what we hope that you will experience listening to it. But the next 40 weeks, we are breaking down our devotions and I get to kick us off um, this week and my devotional is on hope. (laughs) Um, How fitting, right? That we start out with hope. And I know, I know what you're thinking as a widow. You're like, yeah, hope would be nice. Hope, hope sounds good. But, you know, as we look at our life, that the thought of hope feels like a fresh breeze blowing in your face when you can't catch your breath. Hope is what makes tomorrow feel possible. In Romans 15, 13, there is a prayer offered for the people of God to have hope. And this is not just like a a getting by hope, like, um, you know, like, oh, there's a possibility of hope and you can have a little hope and And it's also not believing that hope might happen to you. No, the way God wants you to have hope is that he wants you to abound in it. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Now, the definition of abound means to have a great quantity or to have plenty. When you think of something that's abounding in, let's say, my my lemon tree is abounding in fruit. It doesn't mean that there's just a few pieces of fruit hanging on my tree. It means that the tree is like so full. It's it's overfull. It's abounding. It's there's so much of it. And that's what God wants you to have in hope. He wants you to have plenty. He wants you to have more than you can imagine. This is such a strange concept for me as a widow though because in loss and grief there seems like there's an abundance of misery but not a lot of hope. But God wants to make a difference in our grieving. He's the difference because he is the source of hope. And he wants us to have an overabundance and to abound in hope. If you are a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. He guides and directs you every day. And he's the one that wants to fill you with the joy and peace and hope. Don't these sound like wonderful things to have in your life? I mean, I would much rather um, trade the sadness and the grief and the misery for peace and (laughs) hope. So how do we tap into this hope? How do we get it? And it's 
not some magical formula that we get hope. It's by getting to know the source of hope, which is Jesus. And reading the Bible is where we find out more about Jesus and who he is. But when we look at the Bible, and I, I talked about this last week, sometimes when you just look, like think about reading the Bible, it can seem overwhelming. But I'm not asking you to read your entire Bible. I just am asking you to open it, to look at some scripture. You can even look on Google. Where is some scripture about Jesus? Who is he? And some of the greatest verses that I have found have come from Psalms. And David was definitely, he had his moments of grief and suffering, but he found hope in the person of Jesus Christ. And so that's a great place to start, to start in the book of Psalms and just read, read some Psalms and infuse yourself with Jesus and who he is. There's another great app that you can get that's called YouVersion. And literally, you can download the Bible onto your phone. So you have the Word of God at your fingertips. But also on YouVersion, they have some great devotionals as well. And in those devotionals, I'm like you can find some on grief. You can find some on sorrow. You can find some on hope. And that would be a great way to find some hope is to find a Bible study specifically on hope from your version. Another great way to get to know Jesus and the hope that he provides is through prayer. And prayer is, is really a simple thing. And I know some people look at prayer and they think, oh, it's so overwhelming. And as a widow, sometimes prayer seems like, you know, if I wanted to talk to God, I wouldn't have a lot of nice things to say to him. And you know what? That's okay. Like he understands God is a personal God. He knows exactly where you're at in life. The fact that you're a widow is not a surprise to him. And so when you come to him, even if you come to him in anger, like, God, I'm so mad at you, you know, because I, here I am, I'm a widow. I've lost my husband. I've lost my um, you know, spouse, I've lost the father of my children, I've lost who I am in life, I am lost. He, he understands that. And praying to him and opening up yourself to him opens up that connection to where he can speak into your life. And when you humble yourself and pray to him and just tell him, God, I'm angry, or I'm sad, or I'm lonely, whatever you're feeling, and just pray for the hope and peace that only he can provide, I promise you that he will do the job. He will provide you with the hope that you need to get through the day. Dear widow, what I'm trying to say to you is don't give up. Hope is there for you to tap into to lead you, and to guide you. God wants you to have hope. And I know that hope can be this elusive thing that we're like, there there is no hope. My life is over. If you've ever felt that way, I've been there too. What hope could there be? 
But I'm here to tell you, there is hope. There is a plan. God has a purpose and he has a future for you. So instead of being angry and freezing God out, open yourself up to the hope that he wants to give you. Let me pray for you. Lord, give us the strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Help us to let you in and to push ourselves to know you more through your word each day. Fill us with your joy and peace and help us to abound, abound, overflow in your hope. We pray these things in your name. Amen. What a wonderful scripture this Roman scripture is. Mm. Abounding hope. Mm. That just um, feels encouraging to me that this is what the Lord has for us. He's going to wash over us with this abounding hope. And yet, you know, it can be an elusive feeling mm. when, especially at the very beginning mm-hmm. um, of becoming a widow. So I am so thankful that tucked throughout Scripture, God gives us scriptures to encourage us. Mm-hmm. But this one just kind of blows me away. Right. The thought of an abundance of hope. I know. It's not just a little bit. A lot of this is a little dribble. Mm-hmm. But this is abundance. Yeah. And I think when we think of hope, sometimes it's in conjunction with a future. Right. Right? Right. And it's so hard to imagine a future when your life just ended. Right, absolutely. So the fact that scripture is saying God wants to bring peace and and, and hope is it's almost overwhelming. It is, it is. And it, it feels a little farcical, like right. it can't be but true. But you know, I think again, it's just little teeny tiny. Sometimes it's hard to have hope. You know, when you're first in this grief. But if you just say, Jesus, I don't feel hopeful. But I'm going to trust you and your word. And I'm going to thank you for that word. And I'm going to believe that someday, maybe there will be just that little speck that I will truly feel it in my heart. Because I think the Lord knows. He knows our grief. He knows when we're first grieving the loss of our, our, of our spouse. But that hope is there. Mm-hmm. Even though maybe we are having a hard time accepting it and walking in it. Again, we can just say, I'm going to trust. My trust is so small right now. But help me, Jesus. And I think what we're trying to say, too, is that it's not some sort of magical genie that's going to come down and just fill us with this hope. It's something that, that God, through the Holy Spirit, does provide for us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes... You don't even realize it until you're walking through the day. 
and you look back and you thought, think, oh my gosh, I got up today. Mm-hmm. I took a shower today. That's right. <laughs> right? Those little Those successes little in That's your right. life, mm-hmm. you have to recognize that's God providing hope Mm -hmm. that there is a future for you, that there is something for you and you may not see it and you may not feel it, but he's right there beside you, walking beside you in the midst of your grief. Absolutely. And that in itself is hope. It is hope. But that is such a good thing to remember, you know, that it is there for us. And yeah, every day we get up, every day that we um, just put one step in front of the other. I'll tell you, hope for me has been probably one of the hardest things I've struggled with Mm -hmm. in this widow's journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Because how could I possibly have hope for a future When all I want Mm -hmm. is my past. All I want is what I had. Because what I had was fantastic until he got sick. I mean, um, I don't know if everyone knows my story, but my husband had a rare neurological disease. uh, Very, very similar kissing cousins to ALS. So he went from this healthy, active person to, at the end... He was in a wheelchair. He couldn't do anything for himself. He he couldn't feed himself. He couldn't bathe himself. He couldn't do all of those things. And I mean, that I didn't sleep for two years, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you are a caregiver out there, to, let me just say, God bless you. I know your struggle. Um but when you're a caregiver to that point and then you lose your spouse, there is some relief that you are not in that caregiver role anymore. But then there's also guilt that you feel relief that you're not in that caregiver role. And then you you do still miss their presence. Right. Even though he could barely speak, he couldn't walk. He, just, I love, we just loved each other so much. We could look at each other and know what each other were thinking. There was that companion. I called it um, silent companionship, (laughs) but it was there and we had it. And, you know, the further away from the caregiving you get, the more you start to remember the good days and and all of those things. And my goodness, I would give anything. Mm -hmm. Right? Wouldn't you? Sure. We would give anything to go back to what? what we had so thinking about a future without that Mm -hmm. is so very difficult and then I'm a single mom and you know I think about what would I give for my kids to have their dad and and how can there be hope that they don't have a dad and yet when I look at their lives because of the loss of their dad and and because of the struggle that we went through the character traits that were Mm -hmm. grown through my children because of caring helping to care for their dad the difficulty Mm -hmm. of all of this Mm -hmm. um it's been invaluable and and when i look at my kids 
I'm sad for their loss. And yet I do see a beautiful hope for their future. And so sometimes when I, I, I can see their future, I have to realize that there's one for me as well. Absolutely. So I think what we want to do for the widow is as you, the widow, sits here and thinks about life without your spouse, what areas would you like to see hope abound in? If, if the sky's the limit and you could ask God, like, okay, for anything, like, I, I want to blank in hope. Like, for me, I dealt with some real insecurities around the fact that my husband and I together were very successful, but who am I without him? And did he have all the talent? And so for me to, to see some sort of hope for a future, I ask God, like, show me where, where am I gifted? Where am I talented? Where do my talents lie? Um, and through the years, God has been developing my voice and, and um, hopefully writing <laughs> some writing skills um, to say, yes, Lori, you, you guys were great together, but I'm not finished with you. And that has provided so much hope for me to see that there is a future beyond Greg, beyond my spouse. And so I would say to you, widow, when you sit down to journal Think about what, it, where do you need hope in your life? What is it that you're looking for to say, okay, this is where I need hope to see a future. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it makes sense. Because, you know, we have walked as one, especially if, as I think about my life and married for 60 years, praise the Lord, we got that celebration in before um, my husband got really sick at the end and couldn't do more. Um, But I think now it's just, who am I, Lord, as this single individual person? And that just takes time. And yet I know God says, I have a plan for you. Mm-hmm. I have a purpose. I'm not trying to destroy you. I'm going to use out of your pain, out of your sorrow, out of your grief. I'm going to use that through you to encourage others and to help give hope, which really the Lord is giving and has given to me hope to continue to move forward. That yes, he leaves us here and we still have purpose. Mm. How he wants to use us to serve him. And I think it may, for the fresh widow, it may not feel like your pain can bring any sort of hope to you. But to me, now I'm six years past this, um, the pain and the the grief that I went through, God recycles that. It's not wasted. Mm-hmm. Your pain is not wasted, which then to me brings hope that 
that God can use everything to, um, crazily enough, bless us, to move us forward, to give us hope. Right. Well, and like uh, in the Beatitudes, blessed are those who mourn. And you think, really? And yet, I, I just think of the mourning and the grieving. I have learned so much about mm. the tenderness and the love and the compassion that Jesus has for me, his daughter. Mm. And he really does care for us. And he does give us hope each day and like I say it can be just a little bit to begin with but I see it expanding mm. and I'm two and a half years into this so in our book we have a place for you to journal yes. and it's mm-hmm. so important for you to journal and I am not necessarily a journaler so If somebody asked me to journal at the beginning, I would be like, whatever. But please, don't be like me. Try. Try to journal because when you come back to it, I promise you, you're going to see growth. Um, Even if you just say, no hope. I mean, that may be where you are. You mm -hmm. feel like, this is crazy. I I don't have any hope. Yeah. These ladies are full of it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, Trust us. We felt that way when we first started into yeah. the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Um, that we, I felt hopeless mm-hmm. that I would never have any kind of life again. And yet I'm here to say, yes, it's a journey. It's a day by day. The first, it's a moment by moment. Hanging on and mm-hmm. trusting. And little by little, you see that little glimmer there is some hope and God has left me here and he does have purpose for me. So when you journal, ask God to give you a picture of what having hope would look like in your life a day from now, a month from now, maybe six months from now, or even a year as you get further down the road, write those things down. What would it look like to have hope in your life? What, what does that mean to you? And like I said, for me, it was, who am I without my husband? Mm-hmm. And that gave me hope. Um, but I think our biggest, biggest thing that we're trying to say to you is don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't give, give up. up. Hope is there for you. You can find it. But you, you can't give up. And especially if you have kids, man. The fight is real. You got to be in there. And, you know, sometimes my prayer would to God would just be help. <laughs> oh, I did help. the same thing. That, that's all I could that's right. say. Mm-hmm. And, and he did. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. And I would say we love to pray. Mm-hmm. And we love specifically to pray for widows um, because it's not a club any of us would want to join right. um at least not us no. <laughs> i can't speak for everyone but uh once we're there you you have such a compassion for other widows so uh you can actually email me at lori.beautifullybroken at gmail.com and 
let me know or hit me up on Instagram or you can hit up my mom, Sharon Ingram, E-N-G-R-A-M. And, you at know, gmail.com. Oh, you're at gmail.com, but you're also on, on Facebook and Instagram by your name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I am too, but I'm never on Facebook, just so you all know. <laughs> I am. You, you can try to hit me up there and I'll maybe see you in six months. But I'm on Instagram. Let us know and yeah. we would be happy to pray for you. Um, it would be our privilege. Yeah. So um, take heart, dear widow hope is available to you and not not just some hope an abundant amount of hope hope is something that god wants for you just ask him for it hey don't forget to like and subscribe rate leave a review we really appreciate it and we're praying for you all and we will see you next wednesday have a good week